Welcome to the Indie Brand Builder Podcast, where successful entrepreneurs and industry experts get real about what it takes to build a seven-figure product brand with your host, Jeremy Robinson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Indie Brand Builder, where creative entrepreneurs and product designers are building successful, purpose-driven businesses so that they can accomplish their financial dreams while making a difference in the world. Be sure to check out IndieBrandBuilder.com and subscribe for updates. So in this episode, I want to talk about online advertising, which is one of the topics I get asked about the most. And if your products have a proven audience and you're ready to start driving some serious traffic to your site with advertising, the two biggest games in town are, of course, Google and Facebook. I'm going to share our experience in marketing our line of lifestyle bags. So that's a very specific product. Other products and businesses may experience very different results. But you can use us as a case study and think about how your brand might be similar or dissimilar to our products. So first, let me talk about how and why we use Google and Facebook advertising. So we primarily rely on Google and Facebook for what I would call top of funnel activity. So this is really where we're luring a potential customer to visit our site for the first time. So to align with this goal, we set up all of our campaigns to prioritize essentially click-throughs to our website. That is the end goal we're trying to achieve with Google and Facebook advertising. Now, there are other aspects to the marketing funnel, including retargeting or remarketing as it's known, you know, email marketing, um, you know, abandoned cart marketing. I cover those in a lot more detail in another post on the site called how to increase your website traffic and conversions. But with regards to Google and Facebook, we're really strictly talking about driving net new traffic to our site. And just to provide some other context, we do not, like most people who market online, have a very good way to track the ultimate effectiveness of various types of traffic. So really what we're looking at is strictly in this case, our cost per click, our effectiveness at driving traffic to our site using these two separate platforms. We assume that a first time visitor, of course, is going to make several more visits before they're actually purchasing a product. So at the end of the sales funnel, you know, they could have come through one channel, then be retargeted using another channel. And then they could have essentially just Googled our name when they were ready to purchase. And we would have no way to trace that back to the original source of that lead, which is an unfortunate shortcoming of most analytics platforms. And and frankly, I've talked to a lot of people about this and nobody has really solved this problem in a comprehensive fashion. This is what's known as attribution. So I don't have attribution st statistics, but I'm going to talk about these just in the general sense of what's the easiest, most cost effective way to drive new traffic. Now, we also use another service called Critio for retargeting, and there are a number of companies that will handle retargeting for you. Critio does offer a better picture of you know purchase activity versus traffic, but again, we are not using Critio to initially lure people to our site, just simply retarget. So most of our new traffic comes through Facebook and Google, as well as you know some influencer marketing that we do as well. And I may cover Critio in a and remarketing in general in a future post. Okay, so let's talk about Google advertising first since really they're the incumbent. They've for a long time been really the dominant player in the online ad space. So Facebook is catching up rather quickly. 
So I'll cover first of all the pros of Google advertising. So first of all, Google's unassailable advantage is that it owns the world's most popular search engine. And this gives it the ability to target people as they are searching, they're typing in a search query for a product just like yours. So someone enter who enters a search query, you would assume would be a much more motivated buyer than someone who just stumbles upon an ad that they see that you serve them. And because of this, you know, some businesses are able to build a very valuable stream of traffic just by owning or marketing to a few key search terms. Another big advantage of Google is reach. You know, through Google's platform all by itself, you can actually reach about 90 plus percent of websites on the internet. And even 30 third party sellers or resellers or remarketers like Critio are actually buying inventory from, from Google. So Google really has a huge share of the online advertising space. And often you're just paying for platforms to leverage Google's what they call ad inventory. Uh, another advantage of Google is analytics. Um, because Google Analytics, which is a separate product offered by Google, is so powerful, it's really become the de facto standard for tracking your online performance. And it's free, of course. So it's really the go-to product for most people. And Google's ad products integrate seamlessly with Google Analytics to provide you a single dashboard for assessing your campaigns. Um, though you'll probably end up spending a significant amount of time in the AdWords dashboard, which is a separate dashboard. And that's where you would actually adjust your ad spending and ad targeting and so on. Google has a good variety of products that you can get kind of under one roof for driving traffic to your site. Um, it can get a bit confusing, especially as Google continues to evolve. Uh, they've added new names and enhanced features to a lot of their products. So I'm just going to cover the main concepts or products that would be relevant to an indie consumer product brand. So the first one of these is AdWords, who are also known as the text-based search campaigns that you can run through Google. And this is really Google's classic product. Um, these are campaigns that serve up a text-based ad alongside organic search result. And this approach can be extremely effective if you are selling a niche product that does not have a lot of competition for keywords. So you're kind of like one of the sole players in the space. A related product is Google Shopping, which is an image-based search campaign result. Like AdWords, it's an ad that is served in response to a specific search query, but in this case, there's an image of the product. So you're controlling the keywords, and this is, best for a lifestyle and fashion products like ours, where a visual image can be a key differentiator. And what I like about Google Shopping, as opposed to the text-based campaigns, is since we're only gonna pay for a click-through to our site, it can be a lot more cost-effective if you have a product that's only gonna appeal to a certain segment of an audience for a keyword. So for instance, if someone types in lunch boxes, our lunch boxes are not for everyone. So they're gonna see an image of our lunch box and if they like that image, they will click on it. So they're sort of pre-qualifying with the selection of the image. So it allows you to kind of filter out people who may click on a, a text link and then find that, no, this is not the kind of lunch box they're looking for. So it's only gonna attract buyers who respond to your preview image in the search result. And that's Google Shopping. 
Google also offers video. As you may know, Google owns YouTube. So you can use video both as a pre-roll to a requested YouTube video, and you can also use video in banner ads. So these are sidebar ads. Now we have tested video on YouTube. We don't see a lot of click-throughs for our type of product. I think that video ads are probably uh, best suited for consume, like large consumer product brands that are familiar, the brands are familiar to people, who they just want to reinforce a brand image without needing to drive traffic to the website. I think that you know most people are just interested in seeing the YouTube video that they've selected, not the one that is the pre-roll. So they're not likely to leave the site unless you really have something that's unusually novel uh, in terms of a product or your video is, is really novel. So it could work for you depending on the creative. Um, but I think that's that for us, we haven't seen a huge uh, return on, uh, on investment for that. Google does offer a remarketing product. It's also known as retargeting. And remarketing is absolutely critical. It is a key component to your online marketing. If you're paying to get traffic to your site, you want to be able to remarket to people. It's just a lot more cost effective to focus on people who have already been to your site before and continue to serve them ads if there was a a general interest from the beginning. The nice thing about Google is you can kind of get it all under one roof. It can be a little tricky to set up retargeting in Google, but if you're using Shopify, um, there's actually an app that makes it extremely simple. And this means that when someone goes to a specific product page, they're going to be served retargeting ads for that specific product, just based on your own product images. So it can be very simple in that respect. And finally, one other benefit of Google is that Google will actually offer you support in the form of an account manager, or you can just call them up and, and get their help in terms of setting up campaigns or understanding how your campaign is performing. So they offer do offer phone support, and they'll even assign an account person to help you optimize campaigns. So my experience with Google support has been mixed and I'll get into that a little bit. Support people are always going to encourage you to up your spend to get more data. So there's a sales component there. And for me, that added up to spending a lot more money and essentially getting the same results, uh, despite, I think, the best efforts of their AdWords team. So they do offer support, but take it with a grain of salt. Let me talk about the cons of Google advertising. So first of all, I find Google to be quite expensive. Um, in fact, significantly more expensive than other platforms. However, we are in an extremely competitive category. Terms like backpack and lunchbox, they are simply too expensive and generic to be really effective, um, cost effective for us. This is likely going to be true for many lifestyle products that are differentiated primarily on the basis of style or design. However, search marketing can be extremely valuable to a brand that is targeting more niche or less competitive terms. And if you fall into this category, you can use Google AdWords to get a better understanding of which search terms are more valuable to you and then double down on those to reach your most valuable traffic. Another key issue with Google is the complexity of the platform. You know, part of the reason that Google has become more proactive in uh, assigning um, 
account managers and providing support is that their interface has become monumentally complex as they've just layered in more products and features. And apparently I've heard of their, they're redesigning it or it's in the works, but um, you know, it is learnable with some coaching and some dedication, but uh, many people who don't see results end up wondering if it's simply the platform isn't ineffective for their products, or maybe they don't know what they're doing, um, or maybe they just give up and they end up outsourcing, which adds a whole other layer of cost to your, you know, to your advertising. There is a entire industry based on helping helping people set up Google AdWords campaigns. So in conclusion, you know, I fell into the category of just wondering, you know, I'm using the interface, but do I really understand it well enough to get be getting value? And I was wondering, was there something I could do to achieve better results? So Google actually called me and they offered to help us build more optimized campaigns. And so I jumped on the offer. I thought, okay, finally, we're going to sort all this out. Unfortunately, the campaigns that Google built were actually a dud for us. They performed worse than the campaigns I was already running. And Google's sales team really, to me, came off as a bunch of eager sales beavers. They were really just trying to up our budget. And I think they understood the interface. They understood how to set up the campaigns, but they really didn't understand our business or marketing for our business anyway. And um, they also overspent. And when I tried to get to the bottom of it, you know, we, we really had a bad experience dealing with the account management there. So that left a, a bad taste in my mouth. I wouldn't write off Google altogether, but we have, in summary, really significantly decreased um, our spending on Google. Okay, so let me leave Google aside now. And let's talk about Facebook. Um, Facebook's advertising platform has come a long way in a very short period of time, and it's continuing to evolve at a very rapid pace. So if you're considering advertising online, you got to give Facebook a serious look, and you should definitely at least test it out. Let's talk about the pros of Facebook advertising. So compared to Google, I would say the Facebook ads interface is surprisingly simple. And it's largely because... It's largely because Facebook advertising is built around demographics, which are pre a predefined set of attributes that you can choose to define your audience. Whereas Google, which is built around keywords, which are really ostensibly endless, and you can use combinations of keywords, negative keywords, uh, include all, include partial. It can get pretty complex building keyword sets. Also, Facebook's ad interface, it does allow you to reach other platforms, such as Instagram, and they'll, you can even advertise on third-party sites. They claim to be able to target your audience outside Facebook as well. You can easily upload videos and create video ads. I haven't found those to be too effective, but they could be depending on your creative. Um, and you can create ads with multiple images. Also, Facebook has a mobile app for advertisers, it's surprisingly good. You can actually make little changes to your Facebook campaigns on the fly. I think because they started much later with their product, uh, Facebook had the advantage of not having to deal with all this sort of legacy uh, infrastructure and, and their uh, approach to designing and serving ads is just a lot simpler. Let me talk a little bit more about demographic targeting. So if you have a clear idea of your audience characteristics, as we do, 
Facebook offers powerful tools to target them. So for instance, I can target women age 27 to 45 with kids between the ages of 3 and 10 who have a university degree, enjoy shopping online, and uh, are interested in fashion. That's a pretty ideal customer demographic for me. Facebook also has a feature um, called lookalike audiences. It allows you to actually upload the email addresses of past people who have purchased your product. So if you have, you should have that data if you're using a product like Shopify. And um, what it'll do is it'll scan Facebook's database. So it'll identify who those people are based on their email addresses. And it'll start to look at what characteristics those people have in common. And then it'll look for people who are similar to that. So this is pretty cool in theory. You need a certain size data set. In other words, you need a certain amount of customers to take advantage of this. But now I've used it. I have found that the cost per click is no less than sort of using my own demographics, but you may want to experiment it with it and it may uh, work uh, really well for you. Anyway, I think it's just a really interesting uh, feature and it's a, it's a cool uh, concept. The final advantage of Facebook is cost. For us, at least, Facebook traffic is a lot less expensive than Google's. And according to Facebook, our cost per click is as low as, you know, 25, 35 cents. However, in reality, at least according to Google Analytics, only about half of these clicks translate into unique users or website visitors. However, even at twice the cost, if I factor that in, a click from Facebook, um, some of which may be outside of Facebook, but using their ad platform, is still much less than half the price of a Google ad. Okay, let's talk about the cons of Facebook advertising. There are very limited ad formats that you can use. First of all, Facebook will only allow you to upload images in sizes that fit their platform's very strict format. And also your image cannot have more than 20% of its area covered in text. So this is something that they do to keep the quality of images and ads high on, on Facebook. Any headlines and text that you do add, it's gonna conform to Facebook's format. So it's gonna be above the image and below the image. Also, as I mentioned, inaccurate analytics. What Facebook calls traffic and what Google calls traffic are not even close. Videos are kind of a joke. Anybody who basically scrolls past your video is called a view. So I, there's absolutely no way to know who is actually taking the time to watch your video, let alone turn on the sound, uh, which is off by default. So 50% or more uh, of a difference leaves me feeling at the end of the day, pretty skeptical of Facebook's reporting. Now, Facebook does have something called a pixel integration, which is supposed to track users. To me, it seems spotty at best, and it's pretty much useless in terms of tracking conversions, at least for us. Now, we are using an old version of the pixel. Currently, I've got a upgrade it. Um, I'm in the process of doing that. And if I do see different results, I may update this post or even uh, do a, a different post on that specifically. The biggest annoyance about Facebook is they offer zero support. Absolutely nothing nada. Um, there's no way to contact Facebook by phone. Any issue you have is gonna require you submitting an email through a standard form. So when I say standard, I mean, this is not like a, a field. You're literally, they're gonna have you drill down the specific. You can input 
you know, your comments about it, but they're they're really trying to automate the process as much as possible and they, and they do not guarantee a response. I did once after asking a question about our video ad views, get a callback from a Facebook employee, which was cool. And she did actually give me a phone number. She said, you can call me anytime. And I can't tell you how many times I have regretted not writing that down or noting that better uh, because I've wanted to, to call Facebook uh, since then. So, so in conclusion, in the battle of Facebook versus Google advertising for us, Facebook has proven to be a more cost-effective way to drive new traffic to our business. But there's really no definitive across the board answer which is going to be right for your brand. However, my impression is that Facebook is better suited to brands like ours who are able to arouse interest with compelling lifestyle images and a catchy value proposition. So if you've got great photography and you know how to target a niche audience, Facebook may be right for you. Now, if you have a strong content strategy and you're publishing regularly around your products, you might also find that Facebook is a great way to build relationships by promoting your content. Uh, Facebook is really a content platform. Now, this is not something we have invested much in, but I've seen other brands be very successful with this approach. So there you have it, Facebook versus Google. For us, Facebook has been the clear winner, but you really got to explore for yourself. But hopefully you can learn from our experience as you experiment and start to build your own online advertising strategy. Thanks for joining me. I'm Jeremy Robinson. For more insights on building a seven-figure product brand, including free downloadable training material, visit IndieBrandBuilder.com.